0: Hey friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host of the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. Today, we are tackling health and wellness. And what a huge chunk of your life that is, because you are on this earth with a body. And in order to have a good life, we have to take care of it. So today, we're going to have tips and tricks from a certified health and wellness coach, which is going to be wonderful. So hang in with there with us. We're going to have a moment for our sponsors, and then we're going to introduce our guest. Have you ever felt scared swiping your card at a cash register, not knowing if it would be declined or maxed out on your credit limit? Believe me, I've been there holding my breath, waiting to check out. Thankfully, all of that fear melted away and turned into confidence when I took a financial literacy course. The PowerPay Money Master Course has changed my experience at the cash register from fearful to fearless. The online course is video based and gives you real life money smarts. USU Extension is offering a free Money Master Course to all Full Confidence Ahead listeners. Go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Katie Ann Powell and add the Money Master Course to your cart. The link will give you the $40 course for free You can also get the course discount by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the Money Master Course under the finance category. Use the code Ann, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N with no spaces at checkout to claim your $40 discount and free course. And we're back from our sponsors, and we're so excited to have Carrie Stone with us. She is a certified health and wellness coach from ADAPT. That's where she did her certification. And we're so excited just to learn about health and wellness. This just affects so much of our life. Carrie, how are you doing today?
1: Doing great. So nice to be here. Thanks for asking me.
0: Yes, thank you for being here with us. We just want to start off our podcast today, health and wellness. Why is that even important to focus on in our lives?
1: Um, Health and wellness is is critical for us to focus on because everything in our lives um, that we really want to truly do or accomplish will be benefited by a healthy body. And so um, I like to say that... um, Health care is actually self-care. Mm-hmm. And so looking out for ourselves um, is super important. And building health um, is critical because if we do not take time to build health, then we will be forced to take time to overcome illness. And so it's so important for us to learn about health and learn of how our bodies work and help them to function optimally because everything else in our life will go better. If, if we take care of ourselves and we, um, you know, create health within ourselves.
0: That is huge. I love what you said there. We either have the option to create health or overcome illness. And that, I, I think that's so true in my life. I think of my life, and I'm like, wow, I was either taking care of my body at one point or I was sick. So there's one of the two options. And let's also, let's just talk about where do we even start? Health and wellness is huge. Like that is such a big topic. Is it best? Should we focus on eating? Should we focus on exercising? Give us a few, like where, if I've never focused on this before, what would you suggest for me?
1: Um, you know, it is, it is a lot. And so we do have to learn, you know, to break it down. I myself had to learn so many things and it's just, you know, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. Sometimes people, especially if they have um, a health concern, want to jump in and do a bunch of therapies or take a bunch of supplements or all kinds of things. Um, and so um, I would say there's sort of an order um, as you're trying to to improve your health. And really, the first thing that you have to dial in is your mindset. Um, you have to get a different understanding of, of what health is, and you have to kind of get some of the things that might be um, you know, like taking away from your health dialed in. Okay. Um, and that could be, um, stress. All right. Would probably be right up there or any, maybe even possible background issues that you might have had, you know, in regard to, um, maybe some trauma or some other kinds of concerns that have happened, um, you know, in your past, emotional kinds of things that could be impacting. We don't realize that our emotions and our um, our like our minds and all of those things are connected to our health. And so sometimes if you don't get some of those things that are internal dialed in, then you can do a bunch of other things for health and you'll see some improvements but not as much. So it's really good to start first with you know working through any of, the, of those kinds of issues and especially stress. Stress and sleep, I would say, are really two top things that you've got to to dial in um, at maybe at the same time that you're looking at your nutrition.
0: That's huge, and what an insight that is! That so, what you're saying is health and wellness is really from the inside out. Did I hear that right?
1: Yes, yeah, in so many ways. You know, like, and it's not it's not just food. Food's a huge part of that. Um, let me just step back for a minute and say that really the cause for all illness um, and disease is based on inflammation. Hmm. And so just to give a little bit of an understanding of what inflammation is, people may not realize most of the time we think of inflammation as acute inflammation. And acute inflammation is what you would think would happen, say, if you sprained your ankle, okay? And your ankle swells up and it's inflamed, or if maybe you have a cut or something like that, and it, it gets all red and kind of inflamed, that kind of inflammation is actually good. Um, your body wants to have that kind of inflammation to help with healing and and your white blood cells and everything comes into play to help um, in a purpose to help that area heal, specifically a place on your body. And it goes on maybe for a few weeks as you, if you've ever had a sprained ankle or, you know, and you're working on getting the inflammation down and, and it's part of the healing process. And after a period of time, the inflammation goes away. Okay. And you don't have it anymore. However, there's another kind of chronic inflammation, you know, as opposed to the acute inflammation that can happen within your body. And that can be caused through all the things we've been talking about, lack of sleep, stress, poor diet, um, all kinds of things. Um, that impact our um, genetics, impact our inflammation levels in our body. And when those inflammation levels go up and they stay up, okay, they don't go away after a few weeks or even a month or two. They go on for months and months and months or years and years. And at that point, then different things in the body start to break down and then illness is able to come in to the body um, because the body's immune systems do not work um, and they're dysfunctional.
0: That is... Fascinating. So inflammation is a huge cause either for good when it's acute inflammation or the root of illness. Um, and, and so you're saying also stress can cause that bad inflammation, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, it can. Um, people don't, don't understand the part, you know, like you, some people may have stress and there are life is just full of stressful things. Okay. (laughs) So one thing I want to make clear, we cannot get rid of stress in our lives. Everyone is going to have stress um, and everyone's going to have hard things. That's just part of living in this, you know, physical world that we live in and this journey that we're on through our physical lives. Um, But the thing that we can control is how we manage the stress. Okay. And we can manage it. Okay. And we can reduce it. And if we don't, and it's allowed to just like our okay, and I had to back up a little here too and just say, and I'm sorry if I get a little out in the weeds, but uh, there's two parts to our nervous system we have to understand, okay? We have um, a sympathetic nervous system and a parasympathetic, and sympathetic is what everyone realizes is what we call fight or flight. And mm-hmm. when I talk about stress, I'm talking about people running around in the fight or flight area of their nervous system where they're constantly um, elevated, their, their adrenal response um, is elevated. It's almost like if, you know, like something scary had happened or something like was chasing you and you're having this severe adrenal response that you're just on high alert and your body can't relax. And the other side, you don't want to be in that. That has a purpose, and there's times when you need to be there. But most of the time, we really don't need to be there, but we do. In our society, it causes it so much um, between all of the interactions that we have out in the world. I mean, even watching the news can give you a sympathetic response. So um, on the other hand, we want to be in parasympathetic. And the thing that most people understand is we cannot heal, our bodies cannot heal unless we are do a parasympathetic response and that means rest and digest is what we like to call it um, but it's also that lowered you know a level of relaxation and so there's a lot of ways we can do that you know we can talk about that if you like you know there's ways to get into the parasympathetic state um, and that can be through um, relaxation uh, of like meditation or, Yoga can be really helpful, parasympathetic. Um, There are really some really great supplements that can help. Essential oils can help, Um, magnesium can help. Um, There's so many things that can help bring our body back down, Um, therapies, music, exercise. There's so many things that can help. And that's what we need to focus on is getting ourselves into that. Because if, if we don't, and we're still in a sympathetic, we don't heal and we can create illness. Um, if our body stays elevated like that for long periods of time.
0: That is fascinating. I had no idea between the the parasympathetic, parasympathetic, that's a hard word for me to say today. Parasympathetic, did I say it right? Parasympathetic. Parasympathetic, and the sympathetic? Yes.
1: Uh Okay,
0: it took me a second. That is fascinating. I wanna recap over a couple of those techniques that you said to get us into the parasympathetic. But I also want to ask, so these techniques of meditation, of magnesium, of exercise, of yoga, these are all techniques that not only are going to help our bodies get into the parasympathetic and be healthier, but they'll also reduce stress, right?
1: Yes, they'll reduce stress. And, and here's what I would advise too, for most people, and people don't tend to do this. Um, but you have to look into like a little bit more of the metaphysical, what I call the metaphysical side of health. And that means that you have to just kind of stop because we tend to run around at full speed all the time doing a man things. And you need to step back sometimes and just take some quiet time. And you need to kind of become introspective where you get in touch with yourself. Sometimes we don't listen to our body and our body is very intelligent. Our bodies know what we need, and our bodies know how to create health. And so, if we can take time to step back, that's why our meditation can be very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I'm a huge fan of is is grounding or earthing. Um, mm-hmm. That's another way because the more we can get in touch with the rhythms of our planet, the healthier it is for healthier it is for our body. So we can calm down and we can listen quietly to our bodies, we can start to understand more in an intuitive level um, and tap into that innate, you know, intelligence that we have in our bodies of what we need to do to help ourselves to have what more th- things that we need to do more of that our body would like and things to do less of that would be helpful to our body. And we can kind of listen within ourselves and help to figure out um, what would help us to go in that healthy direction.
0: That is fascinating. You mentioned their grounding. I'm more familiar with, with meditation and yoga. Teach me a little bit more and explain to our audience, what is grounding and how do we do that? Okay. So grounding um, is actually so easy.
1: It's something everyone can do and has done and probably don't even realize they've done it. But your body wants to be connected to our earth because our earth has a certain uh, electromagnetic field um, and a certain frequency that our body wants to be connected to, and so um, when it's good weather, like I live in a cold area, so it's harder to do in the winter. So I actually have um, a mat and some special sheets that I use in my home in the winter time. But more, what people will relate to is, do you know how, like when you've been outside in the good weather in the summer? And when you get out into like on a beach and you walk barefoot on the sand or you get into the ocean and when you do that, what kind of how does that make you feel if you're in that in that place doing those things?
0: It's like a sensorial paradise. (laughs) It's like all my sensations are just so satisfied and pleased and I'm just in the moment. Okay. So your body is happy. You know, if you're listening to your body in that moment, I can hear you
1: saying, Oh, makes me feel so good. You know, it's like a really awesome response for your body. Your body loves that. And um, grounding is when your skin or your feet, especially have a lot of ways because of the sun, the earth um, is, has an extra negative charge and our bodies are positive. And if you know a little bit of electricity, our bodies want, To be in balance. And you may have heard a little bit about free radicals or, you know, antioxidant. Okay. So if you get into the molecular side of it, um, free radicals are molecules that are looking to steal an electron from other molecules. And it gets like this chain reaction. And it's hard on our bodies. It's like creating almost like rust within our bodies. It's an oxidative thing, you know, and that is breaking down our physical body. Okay. But in a, um, in, um, on the flip side of that, um, grounding, the earth has a surplus of electrons because of the connection that it has through the sun to the ionosphere, to the earth. And the, uh, all those electrons can come up through our feet. Okay. Electromagnetically, and it balances everything out. So now all of our little positive, um, all of our electrons are looking, I mean, all of our molecules are looking for an electron to stabilize, get as many as they need <laughs> through the earth. So um, oh, you can go out in your backyard, your feet just need to be touching the earth on grass, on dirt, um, uh, even can be on concrete if on concrete is directly on dirt. And those are some of the main areas. So sand, ocean, because um, mm-hmm. of the saline content, even lakes um, and rivers can be grounding. Um, because of the minerals that are in them. And the reason it's so important is grounding reduces inflammation. And we just talked about it. And so it's a wonderful, free, super easy way to reduce inflammation in your body and help your body to be healthier and more balanced. Interesting. Do I need to do it barefoot? You do need to do it barefoot, yes. Yes, and even my grounding mat that I have at home, I put my feet on it barefoot. So some skin needs to be touching. You can lay on the grass um, and have your legs touching or your arms. Um, you just need to have, it needs to be skin to earth. hmm
0: Oh, that's beautiful, and oh. that makes sense. I love how you explain that with molecules and electrons, and and balancing. In that sense, it makes sense why I'm happy when when I'm out in the, in my yard barefoot, or or when when I'm on the beach or the ocean, or that yeah. that makes sense. Exactly.
1: Or if you're gardening and your hands are in the dirt, you are grounding. Okay. Mm. Um, you go to a hot spring and it's a mineral hot spring. Um, you're grounding. Okay, so, and you, you look at to doing those things and you go, oh, why do I feel so? And part of it's also nature around you because there are benefits from that. Um, the Japanese actually give prescriptions for f- what they call forest bathing, where mm-hmm. they will tell people to go out in and be around trees and out in the forest. And you and you know, anyone knows that has spent any time outdoors in a park or in a, in a forest area, um, you feel calm. It calms down your nervous system and it helps your body to get balanced.
0: 100%. I Forest bathing. I love that. I Man, I feel like I need that as a prescription of ah, one hour of forest bathing a day. <laughs> yeah. And not all of us can run to the forest, you know, but I have sure.
1: like grass and beautiful trees in my backyard. I go out there, you know, and yeah. I'm just around the trees in my yard, in the grass in my yard. Um, working in my garden with my hands, all of those yeah. things. And That's so there, you cool. can find easy ways around you. Just if you live in a city, go to a park, um, take your shoes off when the weather's good and lean up against a tree and put your feet on the ground.
0: I love that. Those are just simple, easy ways. And yeah. wow, I love that. Um, okay. So all of these techniques help us with that inflammation. I, I love how you've built upon this now with also with grounding now helps with sort of information. So now, now we understand that inflammation is kind of the root cause, stress causes inflammation. This is how we get sick. And then we have these techniques to start internally. Are yeah. we doing this also as preventative, not just reactionary health? Yes,
1: yes, okay. it's definitely preventative. Everything okay. that you can do to reduce inflammation is preventative against disease. Um, and there's other things, you know, you build on that. You do more sleep is critical. I can't say enough about sleep, um, because you can be doing all the good things. You can be eating super healthy. Um, and if your sleep isn't dialed in, you're still going to have issues because your body has to have an ability to recover. So that's why I said, you kind of have to start with your mindset, your, your, your stress, your sleep, getting those things dialed in. And then on top and then you go to nutrition okay um because you need to nourish your body mm. and so with sleep um there's things you can do with sleep like what we like to call sleep hygiene um big one is to get off your devices a couple hours before you try and go to sleep okay because um, that blue light is really hard um, melatonin cannot uh, melatonin is a hormone that we make that's critical for helping our bodies get into proper sleep We don't, it's impeded through the blue light. And so we need to, you know, get off the devices and then help your nervous system to calm and get ready for sleep. So that could be, you know, uh, like again, a little bit of meditation, a little yoga, reading, listening to music. Um, There's so many great apps now too that can have calming. They have calming um, wavelengths um, uh, that can help um, through different, Um, frequencies that can help calm the body down and so whatever works for you everyone has to find their own thing maybe it's like um, a warm cup of tea you know that's like an herbal tea or something and whatever your body likes you listen some people like to take um, a bath with epsom salts you may have heard of those Mm. Um, and you can add essential oils like lavender is very calming so you soak in a tub um, with epsom salt that adds magnesium and so magnesium is extremely calming to the body and most people are deficient in magnesium. So there's ways to take it through the skin that way in a bath or through some sprays. Um, you know, everyone should be getting more magnesium and um, that helps you relax and get right. But sleep's important and you really need to have like seven, you know, eight hours of sleep a night, if at all possible for the body to really rest and recover people don't understand that while you're sleeping, a lot of things are happening. Um, there's when you're in deep sleep, there's um, some <clears throat> things in your neurology and your brain that are basically cleaning out your brain and like taking the garbage out. <laughs> and um, there's all of those kinds of things happening that are part of your health process. You don't get enough deep sleep, you don't get enough REM sleep. your body just does not function well and then you can't you know really have the health that you need. So sleep big. Um, the next thing would be to nourish your body. So we could talk a little bit about that if you'd like.
0: Yeah, I'd love to transi- transition into nourishing your body, especially because I feel like this idea of healthy eating can mean so many different things to so many different people. So I'd love for you to help us define, like, what is healthy eating? Does that just look like eating salads all the time? Is it a balanced meal? Like, what what, is that? what does that mean? And does it look different for everyone?
1: So yes, it can in some degrees look different, um, but you know, the basics are the basics, honestly. And the one thing I would have to say that people don't understand about food is food is information for your body. And mm-hmm. most people don't think of it that way, but, but it is. And we need to understand its purpose. And so our body is intelligent and, it, it's, and it's looking for food to, for nourishment. And so food can actually be medicine, or food can be poison, okay, depending on what we're taking into our bodies. And so you have to understand that it's important and that every day we have the ability to create health by the choices that we make and what we put into our bodies um, in terms of food. And so when we give our body the right tools and the right information, then we also can create health, and our body can take those and it can do wonderful things with it. And so um There's just some basic things of do's and don'ts with with health, okay? And my background's in functional health, which means that my training is in what we call um, functional health would be equated with root cause medicine, okay? Um, As opposed to diagnosing and treating symptoms, um, it helps us to move to a space. And not to say that those things can't be really helpful at times, but sometimes if you're taking a medication or you're doing things just to to help with a symptom, you need to go upstream and figure out, okay, what's really causing this problem, okay? What's driving this problem? And generally that comes back to things we've already talked about or also inflammatory foods. So we want to take out the inflammatory foods. We talked about inflammation, okay? Inflammatory foods are first, sugar, okay? And high- Oh no. <laughs> sugar is, is a completely inflammatory food. Um, and our body doesn't really need it, but it's unfortunate that Americans um, eat over 130 pounds of sugar a year. So it's crazy and it really messes up our metabolic health and it makes it difficult for our bodies to function um, correctly on our metabolisms to work correctly. Um, the second thing is processed foods, okay, ultra processed mm. foods. In our culture, um, there's so many processed foods. You can see them at the grocery store. You can go to them at the fast food place. Um, things that are prepared, what I call Franken foods, they're made somewhere else, okay? They're made in a factory. They're not real food. Um, they're created to have a certain taste and to, um, you know, like they're, they have a lot of ingredients and you have to become a label reader. <laughs> and so processed foods you want to get rid of and you eat, and then the third thing i mean there are mildly processed foods that are okay you know like um say you buy um like i'm just saying really simple things would be mildly processed like rolled oats for example is taking the oat groat making it processed in, into a rolled oat um or like a can of like um say you do like some chickpeas you know and they're just all it is is water and salt you know what i mean but we're talking about when you see a label and it has like 25 ingredients listed on it. And most (gasps) of them, you don't even know what they are. Um, So the third thing that's critical is the seed oils. And we, most people don't realize they use it so much in our society, especially soybean oil and other seed oils, vegetable oils, canola, Um, any of those oils are very inflammatory for the body because they break down in the body and the way that they're produced and the way they break down causes so much inflammation in the mm-hmm. body. So, my, my biggest thing that we get rid of those three replace the seed oils with healthy oils. That's extra virgin o- olive oil, okay? Um, coke, I mean, coconut oil to some degree. Um, avocado oil is very healthy. Um, Grass fed butter can be used um, and things like that. Um, also, you know, you're replacing those processed foods with whole foods. The biggest thing you could do to change your health and wellness is to start eating whole foods. So, what do I mean by whole foods? I mean real food, um, vegetables, fruits, whole grains. Okay. Um, uh, maybe like a little bit of dairy, and if it is high quality dairy, which would be grass fed dairy, um, the healthy, healthy oils. Um, and you can get fat, too, from avocados, also a great source of healthy fat. And so you start a basis and your base should be the vegetables, Mm -hmm. um, the leafy greens, um, the cruciferous vegetables, like the broccoli and all of those, all the healthy greens. Um, and then you're building on that with some vegetables and healthy protein is important too. If you eat plant protein, great, go that way. If you're, if you're doing animal protein, make sure it's clean animal protein. Um, Wild caught fish is amazing health foods as of the omega threes for your brain and mm. for your body. And so those are really healthy. So we don't eat a lot of that in our culture, but it's awesome, you know, to eat like wild caught salmon or, um, uh, even like anchovies or some, like some tuna or cod or it's like all the fishes are really healthy and pasture raised eggs are really much higher quality. And so anyway, healthy whole foods can make all the difference when it comes to inflammation
0: that's that's really interesting because those those are things like I can do you know sugar that's okay you cut you cut down on sugar but then processed foods it's basically just committing to like okay I'm going to cook for myself instead of like replacing freezer mills or just snacky I'm a snack grabber and that's always like grabbing something that's a processed food but now I can see like well what if I change that with an apple or you know something like that and uh, a whole food that's yep. something that's tangible that's something that's fairly easy like a whole food right. is that that's easy to create a meal you know yeah it's and you parents. can take an
1: apple and come and and like pair it with say some almond butter yeah so it would be super healthy cashew butter or maybe some organic um. peanut butter um, like, you know, and then you get a little bit of protein, a little bit of fat, you know, a little bit of healthy carbohydrates. And you're also getting all the fiber and fiber is a whole nother thing, but everyone mm. needs fiber and you get lots of fiber because that's one of the problems that there's so much um, sickness is the processed foods do not get have any fiber. And like mm. an American woman, like a regular woman would need 25 grams of fiber a day to be healthy. And so when you eat whole foods, you also get all the, the soluble and insoluble fiber with your foods and that helps your whole digestive tract. And a lot of times illness is based in our gut. Our gut is Mm. unbalanced and has a lot of issues. And then the illness comes from there. That's like our, like our second brain is our gut. And so Mm -hmm. all of this is making such a difference um, in our guts Um, by eating these healthy foods. And I realized in reality, everyone cannot do this all the time. I myself do not eat 100% all the time, perfect foods. But you can get yourself into a space where maybe 80% of the time, or like maybe you say, okay, all week long, I'm going to create health by eating whole foods, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And then, you know, on the weekend, maybe you, you know, or with your family and friends, you you know, you have like a little bit something different, but you still try Mm -hmm. to make better choices as you can and eliminate things that, you know, are really, really unhealthy for yourself. And, but you know, still enjoy some of those other foods. You know, if you love pizza, great, have some pizza, you know, but your body, um, uh, how do I explain this? You're either like, sometimes people um, have a bucket and they're filling it up little by little with different kinds of toxic things. And when you get the bucket full and it spills over, that's when disease comes, Mm. you know, and you get the illness or the disease. So you're trying to reduce that load and that of what's in that bucket and that gets drained out by putting all the healthy things in. And so doesn't mean that you can't like tolerate some small amount because your bucket isn't overflowing. You know, it's like
0: sure.
1: you're like, yeah, helping to build a healthier bucket.
0: And <laughs> so anyway. I love that visual. That's that's very easy for me to understand of like, oh, I can just replace some habits. And I love how you've talked to us today. This is all about balance. Like you haven't said, never ever eat this, or you're just saying, saying balance your life. Like it's okay, but let's replace. I loved your 80%, like 80% of your life. Like let's try to establish these, these healthy habits. And it's not hard. Like it's easy to go to the store and grab some fresh produce. Like that's pretty easy. And then like grounding, I can walk outside and put my feet on the ground. You know, there's, these things aren't like, okay, I have to go and buy X, Y, Z, all these different supplements. Like you've helped start us at this very natural, very easy place. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I mean, I'm going to say,
1: yeah, it is a good idea to take, uh, um, you know, a really good like multivitamin every day Uh because some of our foods don't have everything in them. The, the soils don't have all of the things anymore. So it is good to take some of that. But balance, you're exactly right. When you say balance, balance is so important. So you you're having, you know, some, it's like you're just trying to create this sphere around yourself where you're doing some stress management, some improvement in sleep. You know, this is all part of creating this, I like to kind of call it a shield mm. of health, right? Right. And over here, you're eating nutritious food that nourishes your body and making more nutritious. Over here, you're also creating, you know, like bringing in some exercise, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and that could just be in the form of walking, you know, or something, because even 30 minutes of walking a day has been shown to have tremendous benefit. You know, you don't have to go to the gym. So, so many of these things to create health, you don't have to spend a lot of money. People think, oh, It's more expensive, you know, and, and even like, even though it is good to buy some things organic, lots of the fresh uh, fruits and vegetables don't need to be. And, um, and it's better still to eat them, you know, than eat processed foods. And they're all on the kind of perimeter of the grocery store. When you go, you'll notice that, that your whole foods are around the outside edge. So you can go and you can learn more. And there's so many resources, you know, there's great resources through social media, through, um, through uh, podcasts, through books, like there's so many ways to learn about it. Um, another piece that I would recommend is hydration, incredibly important. Um, people don't realize our bodies are almost 75% water by mass. And molecularly, we are 99% water. So it's so important that we hydrate and most people are like probably 75-80% of people are dehydrated. And so drinking filtered, clean water on a daily basis, um, like at least eight or 10 cups of water is super important. And maybe adding in a pinch of salt because having a little bit of electrolyte um, helps the water to get into your cells better
0: fascinating. I love how you talk to us about the holistic picture. I'm so grateful you've been on our podcast today. And as we wrap up, I'm going to ask the question that we always ask on our podcast. And what is one piece of advice you'd give your younger self to boost your confidence? Um, I think that
1: something that I would tell my younger self, and that's a great question, um, is I would say that way to create knowledge or create confidence for me has been, and I probably would have to say to gain knowledge. Hmm. Um, I have found that a lot of times insecurity comes from a lack of knowledge and understanding of a situation. Um, And so if I can gain more knowledge about it and understanding, um, then it helps me to, be, to feel like I have more power in myself because um, knowledge is power because it allows me to um, understand which direction to go or how to interact or how to do so many different things um, and helps me to be about my, my best self, I think, through gaining knowledge.
0: I love that answer. It reminds me of my favorite quote. It's from Shakespeare, but knowledge is the wings wherewith we fly to heaven. And I love that. But I I think I'd readjust that based off of your your answer. Knowledge is the wings wherewith we become confident. (laughs) It's so true. I love that. Carrie, thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom with us. I feel empowered to walk away. And uh, these aren't like huge changes, but I can work on turning off my screens before I sleep a little bit earlier, and I can work on replacing my some of my processed foods with whole foods, and I can work on grounding. Like, these are things that I'm, I'm not like, ah! you know, it's not some crazy crash diet right now. It's just putting in filling that changing that bucket of some Uh, things that are inflammatory with some healthy things. And that seems very manageable to me. So thank you for giving us this overview of health and wellness for explaining it, for explaining the root of this and giving us things that are tangible. And like, I'm going to walk out and do this today. So thank you so much. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me today. After every episode, I'm amazed at what each of our guests have accomplished in their lives. They inspire me to go for my dreams and seize opportunities. The reality of life is that every opportunity and dream has a financial implication, and knowing how to manage and grow your money will not only help you achieve your goals, but also get to them faster. Utah Money Moms has been a resource for me to learn how to better manage my money and turn my dreams into reality. Their website is full of interactive material to engage all learning styles. My favorite resource is their free monthly webinars where I can listen and have my questions answered by financial counselors and educators. Head on over to utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram to access free empowering material. Again, that is utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.